Hi, my name is Patrick Thomas, and uh, I describe myself as being three things, a graphic artist, an author, and an educator. Um, I'm currently based in, in Berlin. I teach in Stuttgart in the south of Germany, and I also have a studio um, in Barcelona in Spain. Question number one, the first bit, bit of graphics, what kind of got me into it? This isn't gonna be a terribly original answer, I'm afraid. And I'm sure you'll you probably have a few people saying the same thing, but it, it was music, music packaging. Um, I had an older brother, uh, two or three years older than me. So when I was 12, at the height of punk, he used to bring in, he kind of switched overnight from hip, hypnosis uh, album covers. So Zeppelin, Floyd, all of that stuff into Malcolm Garrett, the Manchester thing. Um, and I think, I think it was Malcolm's work actually that really, really kind of triggered something. I suddenly thought, God, you can make, you can make work using existing things. I love the way that he was kind of sampling existing stuff out there. So that kind of set me off in, in, a, in a direction that I've, I've spent the subsequent years investigating. Number two is what am I working on right now that I can talk about? Ah, well, I talk about a few things. Um, number one, I'm, again, with Malcolm, it's great because I'm, I'm now in, in contact with Malcolm. Uh, we've become friends over the years and um, I'm gonna be collaborating uh, with the design Manchester team, DM20 team, uh, because it's all obviously happening online. Uh, they approached me and asked if I would, I would like to, to join in with a platform that I've created called Open Collab. Uh, now, Open Collab started as a physical workshop, so to kind of bring students together in a classroom and workshop space. Um, and then at the beginning of the year, sort of January, February, I was invited out to South Africa uh, to give a talk a very prestigious uh, conference called Design Daba. And I explained to them that I, I didn't feel happy about flying all the way there just to give a talk. So if we could sort of expand and like do other things while I was over there, uh, I would be up for it. And they very kindly and very efficiently put together quite an ambitious tour of six or seven design schools in Johannesburg, sorry, Johannesburg, Pretoria, Cape Town, Durban. Um, so I ran with my assistant, a guy called Jonathan. Uh, he's like my long-term uh, collaborator. Um, we took over Open Colab, um, a, new, a sort of slightly more developed um, version, which was an online version. And we ran it, although we were physically in the workshop spaces, we, we kind of ran it online. And then we observed how people interacted with it. And then he, every evening we'd sort of go back to the hotel and tweak things that we haven't got right. So, so quite, quite quickly we were able to um, iron out a few of the wrinkles. And after two weeks there, um, we realized that we had quite an interesting platform. Um, now, interestingly, around about that time, coronavirus was, the situation was getting a lot worse. So when we flew back to Germany, on the flight back, it suddenly occurred to us that we had this quite interesting or quite useful tool uh, that we could perhaps start to share with people. So as soon as we got back, we started running um, free sessions. The first one was in Italy, because initially Italy was very bad. The situation there was very bad. So we, we invited a load of Italian creatives. And we got, I think we got about 150 or 200 participants spread across 40 cities. Um, and we ran a, just a one day, eight hour um, online version. We were a bit nervous, but we were lucky. It kind of worked out okay. 
And because that went well, um, and because people start, started to hear about it, we spent the rest of lockdown just setting up these, quite spontaneously setting up these sessions, testing the software. Um, and right now, for Malcolm, I think we're on 2.1 now, the new version. Uh, when Malcolm uh, called, we, we decided that this would be the right thing to, to kind of share with um, Design Manchester. So been busy kind of tweaking things. We're introducing a few new features, uh, color. I can't tell you too much about it because uh, we've still got a month to go, but it's gonna be color. People are gonna be able to personalize uh, palettes, their, their working spaces, things like that. Um, and we're enhancing the chat function to sort of um, reinforce this idea of communication, of, of, of connection between participants. That's one thing. Another thing, I've currently got three exhibitions, uh, which is, I think it's the first time that's happened to me, actually. I've got uh, two solo exhibitions, one in South Korea, um, one in, where's the other one? I can't remember. Oh yeah, in Germany, in West Germany, in a place called Aachen. And I've got work in a collective exhibition uh, at Kelmscott House, uh, William Morris uh, House in, in, in London, coming up in, in a week or so. So I've been busy developing a new body of work for these exhibitions. And it's all about the color indigo. I've been researching indigo and I've been fascinating history. I haven't got time now to explain it all, but I've, it's brought me into, into contact with some very, very interesting people. Amongst them, a family of indigo, traditional indigo producers in the, in the Himalayas in India. Uh, and I've been buying pigment and sort of trying out bits and pieces uh, with their beautiful natural um, indigo hues. Yeah, I, again, I can't tell you too much about that. It's all brand new, but it's very, very exciting. And it's lovely to be working with something as abstract as color. Yeah, it's just beautiful. The, the possibilities are endless. And the more I find out about it, the, the, the more excited I become and the more immersed, excuse the pun, uh, I become in uh, the indigo dyeing process. Um, and the third thing, what, what can I tell you about the third thing? I've got a new book coming out. Um, I've been making a, I've been playing around with processing over the years. So somehow it kind of connects with Open Colab. Um, and I've had this idea to make, a, to put a book out that is that sort of designed using processing. So my, my intervention or my, my role is, is quite, quite small actually. I just chuck in a load of elements and then using processing, we, we, the book will kind of design itself. Um, and it's to investigate three things. It's about print. So it's to, I've been collecting these color swatches that most people chop off the side of their InDesign documents and throw in the bin. I've been collecting color swatches uh, going back to the 70s, uh, 70s Japanese software rip um, color swatches and things, and then kind of contemporary stuff, mixing it all up uh, using processing and then outputting it as PDFs, which I'm gonna send to print um, in about a month or something. And it's, the idea of it is, uh, I, it, it's, it's, an ex it's completely experimental. I, I, um, I, I, there will be, I guess there will be a practical use. So people will be, able, will be able to kind of refer to it and, and w understand how colors interact. Um, it will also be a celebration of automation. I mean, everyone's sort of, you know, very apprehensive about the whole automation thing, the impact it's gonna have on the industry. I'm quite looking forward to certain aspects of it. So um, it's a celebration of that. And the third thing, I can't remember what the third thing is, but there's another third, very, very important point, which I will remember when I move on to the next section 
uh, probably. But yeah, the new the new book is coming out, so look out for that one. And then number three, advice for young students, the classic, that old chestnut, I get asked this a lot, um, or things that I, I kind of got wrong or things that I would have, I wish I'd known when I, when I was a student. I think the main thing is um, um, visibility. I think you've got to, well, A, you've got to be sincere. You've got to be honest. I think you've got to be bold. You've got to be brave. I think you've really got to embrace these amazing communication channels that there are these days that we never had. Um, and I'm not saying that that makes things easier to make yourself visible. Uh, it's a sort of double, double-edged sword, isn't it? Because it means that every where it's great because it can bring potentially bring bring into contact with clients all over the world. That's wonderful. But it also means that students, your peers in other countries, can pinch your clients as well. So um, make yourself visible. Don't just sit in your bedroom. However, just thinking that your your talent alone will will. Um, will bring work in. You've got to get out there and make yourself visible. And also, I think the way, the way that the, the industry is evolving, uh, the impact definitely that, that things like, I don't know, machine learning, artificial intelligence are going to have on, on the industry are going to be massive. I mean, we're already starting to see it. So I think there's going to be a bit of a shift. I, th I, I think graphic design is always going to exist, obviously designing for print, which we all love. Um, but at the same time, I think designers in the future are gonna to have to kind of initiate projects more, okay? Make things happen, okay? So kind of set up their own projects, not, not, not just kind of sit around waiting for client work. And this, this kind of connects with the visibility thing as well. I, th I think it would be, my advice would be to kind of get stuff happening, okay? Set things up yourself. Thank you.